Hey everyone from the Pointer Institute, it's Jill Geisler again. I'm recording this podcast at the beginning of December 2012. You're probably thinking about the new year already and what your goals are going to be. Well, I thought I'd share 10 tips for you, skills that great leaders really need in these changing times. It's something I'm asked a lot about and I've been teaching about. So here's my list of 10. Number one, strategic thinking. As a manager, you can't just immerse yourself in today's tasks. You've got to be thinking big picture, thinking of the whole organization. You've got to be reviewing your systems and setting priorities and learning some new things. And of course, you've got to encourage innovation, but always link what you're doing to the strategy of the organization. Number two is collaboration. We just don't work alone anymore. In flatter organizations, we need to build connections to others. If you've kind of built your own silo of your own team and you tell other people to keep away, you're not going to be a success as a leader. I list four barriers to collaboration in my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know, and you've got to overcome those four. Distance, dominance, discomfort, and dissonance. Oh, read the book. You'll figure it out. out. (laughs) Number three, emotional intelligence. I've talked to you about this before, but now more than ever, you need to be self-aware and self-managing and socially aware and building relationships because you as a leader are contagious. So your energy and empathy and trust and optimism, they actually affect others. And one other thing, you have to be resilient. I read a great book this past year called The Emotional Life of the Brain, which talks about the fact that our brains aren't hardwired for life. We can actually do brain exercises to build resilience, and don't we all need it in these changing times? Number four, you need to be a critical thinker. You question conventional wisdom. You are vigilant about always identifying and challenging those assumptions that may underlie our actions or our inactions. And you don't just accept generalizations or unproven theories. You ask, how do we know that? And you even check yourself to make sure that there isn't bias in your decision making. And you learn to do this quickly because you don't want to bog people down in paralysis by an analysis. Number five skill, communication. Doesn't that sound simple? But I hear it all the time from managers who say, we don't communicate well in this organization and it holds us back. So you need to make it your goal and think about all the ways in which you communicate to a full group or a small group or through email or social media. And how well do you listen? And how well do you frame a situation and tell stories? Because leaders who tell stories set the master narrative for what it is we're all about and what our future might be. Number six is motivation. Please don't believe that you're lucky to have a job is a motivator because it's not. And neither is fear, unless it's fear of letting a great boss down. Money, yeah, that's important. Pay people fairly. But remember that intrinsic motivators like competence and autonomy and purpose and growth really drive people's desire to do great work. And you've got to figure out the prescription for each one of your people. Number seven is feedback. You know that this is a theme I'll hammer over and over. You need to be able to deliver feedback so people know where they stand. It fuels motivation. It fuels performance management and quality and morale. Number eight, 
Tough Conversations. I teach this in every one of my seminars because people often avoid tough talks, but you need to do them well. And you have to do them well so that people do know where they stand and bullies don't prevail and problems don't fester. You'll also build trust if you hold people accountable fairly. Number nine is coaching. Boy, so many managers just fix work and provide answers, and then they wonder why their people don't grow. Well, you need to become a coach instead of a fixer. It takes multiple skills you have to learn to teach. But you know, as I've mentioned before, there was a 212 study from the National Bureau of Economic Research, and it says that good managers bring great value to an organization, and the most effective things they can do are increase productivity, and teach skills that endure, and of course, fuel motivation. And finally, number 10, making values visible and viral. That's another term for inspiration. You need to let people know what you stand for, and don't worry about sounding like you're corny when you do it. You know, people come to seminars that I teach, and they talk about purpose and what matters to them in their work. Well, you should be able to talk about those very things with them as well. Talk about values like integrity and diversity and community and service. And you know what? Your people will look forward to working for you. Because after all, as I said, you're contagious and everybody wants to work for a great boss. That's it. I'm Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute, and just a reminder, you can buy my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know, at bookstores everywhere. And a few people have asked me about finding a way to get it signed. Well, if you live in the United States where I can afford the postage, email me at jgeisler at pointer.org with your mailing address, a little information about what you'd like me to write, and I'll send you a signed, dedicated book plate.